2: I was Sierra on that So Raven. I was her really annoying next door neighbor, and that's everything that people tell you is yes, that you're yesterday. annoying. You
1: are so adorable, and we all thought you were annoying because we were little girls too. We should have felt like a camaraderie because you're our age. Because like someone our age is on Disney Channel, but yeah. we were like, God, like if I was in her shoes, I would not be annoying to Raven. <laughs>
2: right, 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 there's <laughs> no Raven would absolutely love <laughs> me. If I love was me. Half her age, yes.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Fangirl Central. Welcome back. I'm Amanda. And I am Amber. And we're are is, we are sisters. <laughs> we are sisters. We always
0: forget to say that.
1: <laughs> well, we don't, I mean. On stage. If you don't know that we're sisters, like what? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is where f- being a fangirl is central to our identity. That's and right. today we have such a special guest in the studio slash my apartment her name is Juliet Golia, yes. and she's right. a star. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yes,
2: Absolutely.
0: we all
1: know and love her.
2: Oh my gosh, <laughs> you two know me.
1: <laughs> Would you describe yourself as a fangirl?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, through and through. What communities do you
1: take part in?
0: <laughs>
2: um, I'm a hairy. Mm-hmm. Harry's, I'm in the Harries. Yes. So you but were a
1: hairy girl?
2: I was a hairy girl from the very beginning, so I'm a one direction. I'm a directioner. Okay. okay. Um, and just from day one... Harry Styles there was no other choice and like I have very strong opinions on every single member I met them Jeez, one What? Time. Jesus. yeah how should we just get into yes, it get <laughs> into break down okay, the whole story so I was living in New York I was working on a tv show called the Michael J Fox show mm. and we were doing I think we were doing press because we were like a month out of premiering mm. and I was doing an interview with Access Hollywood which like Saying it right now, my life was cool. Like I was (laughs) 17 years old and I was just like, yeah, whatever, like that was just my life. So that was fun. Um, I was doing an interview with Access Hollywood and for some reason, like, I think it was also like the prime. It was 2013. It was the prime Mm -hmm. of my obsession with Mm -hmm. them too. And it was very hard for me to get through a sentence without bringing them up. And somehow like in my interview, I brought up One Direction. It had nothing to do with the show or my character really. Mm -hmm. Um, And the lady interviewing me was like, oh, I'm actually going to be interviewing them Tonight, um, at the red carpet for the This Is Us, their documentary. Wait a second now, because now I know
0: the exact date of what you're talking about.
2: That's insane. Yeah, so I was like, that's cool, and just like went on with my life. Mm -hmm. And then I was telling uh, Betsy Brandt, who played my mom on the show, I was like, yeah, she's interviewing One Direction tonight. And Betsy was like, you have to go with her. And I was like, I mean, yeah, that'd be absolutely fantastic if I went with her, but come on. And so Betsy went up to her and was like, you need to take (laughs) this girl to the One Direction premiere tonight. I didn't even have a change of clothes. I went straight from work. They, like, rushed me to get off set in time. I looked (gasps) horrific. What on earth? I was just in, like, like Urban Outfitters, like, long maxi dress, but not cute. Uh Oh, God, the
0: maxi dress. It was was, 2013.
2: It was bad. It was was really bad. (laughs) I think I still
1: own the dress just because...
2: You have to, uh, yeah. yeah. I
1: own my take me home tour outfit. Of course, you don't. <laughs> you don't
2: get rid of these things. <laughs> anyway, I thought I was just going to be like snuck into the uh, premiere as like I was going to pretend to be like the sound guy and like hold a mic or mm-hmm. whatever and mm-hmm. just like be in the background. Two seconds before, she was like. You're gonna interview them. No, wait! I'm not not two kidding. Se- two seconds. Two seconds before. This is a- and guys, I looked bad. Like that's all I can really remember about the day. It was like just shiny, just so much shine.
0: Oh, because oh, um, okay, seventeen.
2: Yeah, <laughs> she gave me like a list of questions to ask them, which was Zayn, congratulations mm-hmm. on your engagement. Right. Oh so that no! Was the time. It was that. Yeah, it I remember that being the
0: topic of the. And another target.
2: question was. So, what did you guys think of Miley Cyrus's VMAs performance?
1: No. That's how old it is, because she had done... yes. She twirped on Robin Thicke. It
2: was crazy. Like, that was the moment. And they were
1: there. And what are they going to say about it? I
2: mean, they didn't answer well. But I will say, so I was like, I'm an actor, blah, blah, blah. And Harry goes, I thought you looked familiar. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like... And he, he kissed me on the cheek twice. What? What? Yeah. What? Like a hello. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Juliet. Zane didn't say a word to me. Of I was course. Like, of congrats course. on the engagement. He was like,
1: shy boy. Like,
2: shut up. Shy. <laughs> he honestly
1: said shut up. He was like, leave me alone. <laughs> yes. um, Did you have any community there with you to understand what you were, t- my were mother, going through? Okay. Okay. My
2: mother. And one of um, Michael J. Fox's daughters came with me to the premiere she met me after. And she was like a fan, but okay. I think she was kind of like.
1: She younger is, or older? She's than my you. age, but okay. I think just like but a little more
2: grounded in reality. She was mm-hmm. Michael
1: J. Fox's daughter, mm-hmm. and exactly he like, was right, Marty right.
2: Harry Styles, are you kidding? Come on, like that age? Yeah, and that he age. Knew me, or at least no. he said he did. No, he, he probably did. was like you he's do like look
1: around. Familiar. He's like two years older than us. He definitely saw your episode of that. So Raven, he he
2: must he it? Must have been his favorite. He must watch it every night before bed. It's <laughs> his
1: favorite episode, and he it was that was the actual inspiration he took when he was on iCarly that that's must right. have been it he was like i'm going yeah. to
2: pull from that right so i inspired him Ugh, ultimately Julia inspired this is harry a crazy styles. story that's I like, I,
1: actually insane
2: i can't believe it happened like i don't really think about it all you could
1: be in a movie with harry styles like that is something oh. that could happen in the war i could first-
2: but i'm also like not into him right now at the moment but can we okay. get, get a okay, like yeah, really I, just, we should, I, I feel like we did no intro and I just went right into no, this. This is how what it, the space this is. is what
1: the space is. The Taylor Swift and Harry Styles of it all.
2: Yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm.
1: Now these are comp these are both, I feel like, complex fandoms in a really similar are. way. Here's
2: what I'll say. I think being a Taylor Swift fan has never been easy. Mm-hmm. No. It's never been fun. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> no really like i i really think when she came out with anti hero and she was like it must be exhausting i was like you have no fucking idea oh. like what we have gone through trying to defend you for decades <laughs> Um, so, like, <laughs> overall, it's all just, Twitter polls. It's so hard. Yeah. Like, I, I, and that's what's really amazing. I think that when you meet another Swifty, like, true and true Swifty, you've been through wars together. Yeah. And you've been through the reputation era. Like oh, You've Lord. been through, through the Kim, Kim K, K stuff. Like, yeah. You've been through so much. And you've been through like just the annoying things. Like when she wrote mean, that's the thing. Like Taylor always has something to say in yeah. the same way that I think Lena Dunham always has something to say. Right. Oh and Lord. sometimes I think we just don't say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the answer. Yep. Oh my God. Is, like even in Endgame, now I'm like really getting it. Do you know Endgame by Taylor Swift? I think I've heard okay. it. It's off reputation. Ed Sheeran has a verse. Oh, I know And this song, he's yes. basically like, drama will follow you anywhere but the like the safest thing is just to ignore it believe me and I always thought he like wrote that line like to Taylor I was like listen (laughs) yeah (laughs) like literally literally. (laughs) so yeah like it's been exhausting being a Taylor fan and it's also been so rewarding like when she has these highs even though like Midnight's is not her best album and yet it's her highest whatever grossing you know
0: like
2: I will stand by it um Mm -hmm. it's still great I love her but she's Difficult. She's yeah. so difficult. Um, mm-hmm. but she's also <laughs> like narrated all of my relationships and all of my heartaches, and and she's a wonderful poet. And 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 I had to deal with her dating Harry Styles. Yeah. That wasn't fun for me. No. Like that it wasn't, fun, that for wasn't fun for us, for us. That was wasn't fun horrible. for anyone.
1: No. no. <laughs> that was actually horrible. I, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun when she dated Tom Hiddleston. Or
2: Joe Jonas. Or Joe when Jonas. I was 10. Oh my god, remember that. I was like, Actually, and they, can and you? But stop we got really good songs out of those,
1: and it is also just like complex. Being in the Harry Styles fandom as well, right, mm-hmm. For a, I think this like a similar, similar reason because he pitches is all over the
0: place doing a bunch of things that we have to be out here defending. Like, no, he didn't spit on Chris Pine.
2: Like, oh, what I, was that about? I would love to think that he did, though. What? <laughs> Just for the plot, (laughs) just for the absolute plot of it all, because also this was in his Olivia Wilde era. Yeah, Yeah. And I can't say that I was there for that era. I'm not here
1: for. And then like, so I
2: made a really like personal choice to not go to Love on Tour. Whoa! Oh my god! It was like talk about this. Yeah. So basically, I since I've been with Harry since 2010, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just couldn't put up. And this is my own thing. I really couldn't put up with his global. like uh, fame. Mm-hmm. It was just too much for me. And I didn't love all the attention he was getting I because I felt that. like I was sharing him all of a sudden. <laughs> and, yes. There it is. And yeah. And so basically I said, I'm not going to, and I, you know, I went to his other tours, whatever. And I said, I'm not going to be in a room full of, 20,000 other girlies Mm -hmm. thinking that they know him better and support him more. I'm not going to fight through that sea. I understand. The cross-contamination
0: between the One Direction fans and then the new, like, ones who just found him last year. I respect anybody's entrance to loving anyone. But I'm just like, please understand... If I elbow you a little too hard right. in this pit, I, I'm having. A I'm moment. allowed to
1: respect your elders. <laughs> respect Absolutely. your elders. Just respect Seniority. your elders. Like you can love. You can love whatever you love. It doesn't matter if you were like one year old when One Direction was a thing. Mm-hmm. But God. if that were the case, then there there you just need to respect like your there elders. Are. Are. Yeah. I swear to God, because we went, we did go to Love on tour, and we were in the pit. And before he came on stage, mm-hmm. they were playing. He, he has this playlist that he plays before of and. Mm-hmm. And See, I don't even want to
2: hear it. Best right, song it ever. Best
1: song ever. He played right, best song ever. Heard this, yeah. And. We, our group, was the only people singing. That knew the it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all remember still. that
2: music video when that dropped. Absolutely. Yes. Do you remember? Stop. Absolutely that remember. That was some of the best cinema ever created. That was so good. It was a whole sketch. It was so and good. And they committed
1: makeup. Lines. They committed, they committed. Lines. Oh Zane was in drag. Zane
2: actually did that. Yeah. Zane was
1: in drag. And I was like, you know what? It's about time. Yeah. It is. It's about time. He's beautiful. So gorgeous. And he was. Look beautiful. at that, that face. He and, was. was. And I was just like, we were going hard. We right. yeah. were going so hard. Everybody was looking at us sideways, and I wanted to scream. Respect it sh- your elders. Right. Yeah, respect no, yes. One Direction. A- just Absolutely, to pivot, just the same way. There are people who
0: weren't there when One Direction was there, and they only know Harry. There are people who don't know Miley as Hannah. Like they didn't
2: no. know. They
1: don't know what Hannah. Are Montana you kidding? Is. Yes. I'm so
2: serious. Yes. Are y'all Miley fans? Yes. Huge. Like okay, I think yeah. I I think that,
1: I'm pretty sure Miley was like my sexual awakening, my oh, gay sexual absolutely. awakening. absolutely. Mm. All of us. If not yeah. if not Vanessa Hudgens, then Miley Cyrus, like at the same time. Yeah. I was like, it, we were both into her, but like at points, Amber was like, like, I don't, it was Amanda's. I don't know anything. What are you talking about? Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, like I was so <laughs> was her into obsession. her. I was like, and then Miley did this and then this, yeah, she did yeah, this, yeah. and then you know this, this dance move. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like an- interesting. I would love to hear your guys take on the bangers era of Miley because I saw that concert live
1: I, Okay I had to step I had I, to step away I had to yes. step out I stepped away from that had to step I away. respect that Yes <laughs> I had to step away from the dreadlocks.
2: As black women and the torch, exactly. Braced. That's what I just want to know, like, yeah. for y'all, how that felt. As as a Miley stand for years before that. Yeah, yeah. I loved
1: when I was in Europe when We Can't Stop dropped. Uh, loved best song that's it. A good, yes, I loved We Can't Stop.
0: Bangers has good songs. Like and I, I listen to songs I, I
1: love Wrecking Ball. I love Love Money Party. I was just mm-hmm. blasting oh that God, in the car. I forgot about that. Do mm-hmm. you guys money, do remember? Body, body, body. I love
2: that song. How about this one? What I think you guys will probably hate, do my thing. I actually like I that. I actually one. do it's like that so song. Good. Seen,
1: like, when I took a it's break. So
0: embarrassing. I do yeah, like, like that song. To go back and listen Dang to it. I'm like, this is really good. But when it, when you like, think I'm strange, strange bitch. bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Like a fucking hurricane. Yes,
1: it's, it's good. good. But, but like when everyone was listening to it, bitch. I was like, I did I can't like the album. I just couldn't like I, I unfollowed her it, yeah. on like Twitter and Instagram. Well, she was going
2: through it. We all witnessed. But then she was allowed to fucking bounce right back and go to, like Malibu. Exactly. Exactly. We okay. also talked about it I a also little. like
1: the yeah. like, uh, I think it's called like Dead
2: Pets. Oh, Miley's Dead Pets. Oh, Miley's Dead pets. I Yeah. Like I, I, I like that out. one. That's wild to me that people don't know Hannah because there is no Miley without Hannah and none. vice versa. Think and of I think how long it's been I, off
1: air. You know what? I feel like she had the same, she was having the same moment as probably you as being like wanting to distance herself from her Disney Channel days. Yeah, I just yes. didn't do
2: it in exactly <laughs> the same way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then she like had to like find herself. She found her voice. She can do anything. She always wanted be a rock star okay? yeah and she is i'm i'm a rock star is what she said like, oh my god i really am, I a, rock am star. a rock
2: star yeah ah, oh, oh. good night that's everybody yeah. an amazing album I love it that album. and i i was on the show for that album ah. when the episode that i did she performs life life's what you make it oh my and god i didn't even know the song when we were filming that are you oh kidding because it hadn't dropped yet and, oh my god. God. and i was like this is pretty good that's so special <laughs> but little do we know it like became that an, was an, my anthem. Song. an anthem, an yeah. anthem,
1: global. So let's Nobody's make it perfect. rock. Come on. Mm.
0: So to to speak on the that's So Raven experience. Sure. I was watching. I was watching the second episode you were on with okay. Stanley. Mm-hmm. And do you remember these episodes? Or do, should I? Yes. Okay. No, I, okay. I, I, <laughs> okay. I experienced them because.
2: Well, yes, I know. But well, sometimes hold sometimes if like, people are listening, should, I was Sierra on That's So Raven. Right. Yes, right. I was her next door. Her, I was her really annoying next door neighbor. And that's everything that
1: people tell you is that you're annoying. But I want to say I was watching it. I was watching it
0: in my age of 24 and I was like, you are so adorable. And we all thought you were annoying because we were little girls too. Okay. At, the, at the same time, of course we would. I'll take that. But right. you're like actually adorable.
2: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. They put you
0: in this. They put you in this like all, like monochrome. I'm so obsessed with monochrome, as you were saying. Right. But like the this blue jacket, and you had these blue
2: mm-hmm. little puffies.
0: Do you remember this outfit? Kind of. You were look so adorable. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna ask about the scenario where you she like get, like sends you off on a picnic with Stanley, and then you immediately think you guys are dating. And okay. I was like.
2: You might have to remind me about this. Right. Obviously. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah,
1: because I don't remember this episode. I watched it literally this morning. Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> you,
0: she goes, she goes, okay, Stanley, you and Sierra go on over to Sierra's house, have this picnic, because like Eddie and her are trying to like get rid of their annoying right, little neighbors. Right, right, right. And then Stanley comes around the back and is like, I need a woman, right. and like they, <laughs> right, you right, come, right. you are like S- I can't find Stanley, and then right Stanley breaks up with you like in front, and then you are like you stole my boyfriend, yes, and I am like, oh, we? to Raven, yeah, to Raven, right? And I was like, was was that age group? Were we young enough to like? I guess formed like that obsession over our little like when like dates that quickly at that age group that was such a trope I feel like
2: yeah I will say that is not the first rule so I also did two and a half men when I was around that age maybe Mm -hmm. I think around that age and my character was also trying to date the son on um, mm. on Two and a Half Men. So I think there was something around that time where like they loved the idea of little girls being obsessed with these boys that want nothing to do with them. Yeah. Um, Talk about being a fangirl. I know. Oh. Um, I even had to kiss the boy in Two and a Half Men on the cheek mm. in the show and I was eight mm. and I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I would just go near him and the director was like, so we do need a connection. We do need the lips to touch the cheek and uh-huh. I was like, you're so little. I was so small. I mean, I was not, Fraternizing with boys at this age, I was dreaming about it, but I was not actually like, like, I didn't have a boyfriend until I was 12. Wow,
0: how old were you on Raven?
1: Eight, okay, because that was 2000, it came out in 2004. Okay, yeah, we filmed
2: in 2003. What? Oh, wow, sorry, I just had like a brain, (laughs) I was like, Yeah, you know, that takes a little bit
1: (laughs) in my mind. I was like, Oh, it came out in 2008. And you filmed it in 2003 like I just had. Imagine that. That that would be crazy. No, but I think that it's like twofold because I feel like all of us around that age were like, oh my God, there's a girl on screen who's our age Mm -hmm. and we are obsessed with Raven. So if Raven thinks she's annoying, guess we do too. Sure. Like, even though it's like, we should have felt like a camaraderie because you're our age. It's like, someone our age is on Disney Channel. Like, someone our age is on Disney Channel. But we were like, God, like, if I was in her shoes, I would not be annoying to Raven.
2: (laughs) Right, right, right. There's no, Raven would absolutely love me I I was half her age. Yes. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, looking back on it, like, if at this age, too, or when I was, like, 16, if a little kid were following me around, I'd be so annoyed. Right. Yeah. I'd be, like, literally get out of my face. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, yeah, one of the cool things about being on that show at that age was that it was, like, all of our favorite shows. Yeah. Like, everyone. It was
0: also just such a good show. Like, so it was good. It's so funny. It holds up so it's, well.
2: It really does. And, like, my whole family watched it. Like, my parents loved the show. Like, it was mm-hmm. just watchable. And... I had been kind of working on a lot of shows that were inappropriate for my age group. Right. So it was just kind of, and like boring for me. Yeah. Right. Um, so to get to be on something that everyone loved and like go into like the Baxter home. And I oh, felt like yeah. I knew where everything was already. Cause I'd yeah. been watching it for a year or however long it had been on. Like that was amazing to get to mm-hmm. finally be in something that my friends could watch yes. and like come to the taping. And that was sick. Oh. Yeah. Like
1: what was Raven like?
2: She was amazing. I mean, yeah. at the same time, I was a kid. Yeah. So it's not like we had these great, like, heart to hearts. Like, right. I was whisked away to school anytime mm-hmm. we had a break. Um, but she was, I mean, she's so funny and so extremely easy to work with, extremely easy to play off of. And I've seen her a few times throughout the years, mm-hmm. just like randomly. I ran into her at like a juice place oh my one god time. <laughs> um so los angeles yeah in beverly health yeah um like ran into her there i've i ran into her on a lot a couple years ago and like she's always still been like incredible that's so and sweet. just like lovely and i feel like she's also really come into herself um like as a like the transition from being a child star that big mm-hmm. to them just like living the life she wants to live huge yeah, yeah. it's amazing yeah. she's no really i mean she was also so like
1: powerful. um a child actor
2: yeah like you both were child actors she started acting when she was younger than me i think she was like a baby yeah Yeah. she was like on the cosplay show when she she was was three yeah
1: little bitty were you a disney channel fan like in general before you
2: loved lizzie mcguire loved even stevens Mm. those were probably like my two favorites before Mm -hmm. raven and then like loved raven loved hannah montana Uh uh-huh yeah um yeah yeah.
1: Uh, the Even Stevens movie is one of the best oh, movies in so the world. Oh, it's so fantastic. I watched
2: it again during the pandemic. Same. It's so good. I also worked with the dad from Even Stevens. Oh my god. Tom oh. Virtue on a movie when I was like 10 and that was like peak celebrity for me. I was like, "Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh my wow, god. I'm working with whatever his name is on the show." Wait, I think so it's Steven Stevens. Steven. <laughs> no,
1: I think it's Lewis. It's Lewis. No, well, no it's, Lewis, no, is, Lewis uh, is his uh, son. Is, I think yeah. it's Steven.
2: It might be Steven. <laughs> I
1: think his name is Steven Stevens. Steve
0: what on earth i don't I, th- I think i was too young
2: to really grasp that show even Steven. it was so good and like i should go back and Shia watch LaBeouf was Place. incredible on it really yeah. like truly his acting is so good
1: was that was that like were you did you want to act like him
2: um i don't think he was like a role model no. <laughs> Wait, <when> did, <laughs> so how old
1: were you when you started
0: acting i was seven and, okay. and i like begged to so, i really wanted to so like raven was like one year into it yeah. You, you're really good. At, like, thanks. you're a really good child actress. Like, thanks. Sometimes, I don't know. I was talking to Amanda yeah, about some this. some of them suck. Some of them suck. <laughs> <are, laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. Yes. Okay, it's like, but- haha. But like, so, uh, there's something about the formula of different shows now where I don't know if it's like what they're getting taught in acting classes or like how they're being directed on set, but like, the delivery is just not. As authentic? It's just not hitting. Not as it's grounded. Not, Yeah, it's not hitting. Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe, like, Sierra has something to tell Raven. <laughs> like, she's just it's <laughs> the next thing on her brain. And it's, like, really good. But I feel like now
2: sometimes it's just kind of like, it's obviously a line. That's so Raven was such good writing. So it yeah. was really easy to bring that to life. I wasn't, like, in classes as a kid. My mom coached me on all my auditions and, mm-hmm. like, I I've always been very good at comedy that's been like my my strong suit I'll say like comedic acting I'm not Mm -hmm. good at improv or stand-up like I'm not a comedian Mm -hmm. Um, but like like I can take a script and since I was a kid I could be like okay I know how to make this funny Mm -hmm. um so it was really easy it was really easy on That's So Raven in particular I think a lot of because I did a lot of Disney shows and here and there sometimes like you would definitely be told like more like bring it up bring it up because Mm. Disney is so heightened and so big right and um so that was hard for me to contend with as a a kid because it was just draining it was just tiring like those days were were exhausting
0: yeah and they you know
2: like I did this one show for Disney that never aired um it was Ali and AJ had a show that was, oh, wow. they oh, wow. were sisters who were witches and oh, they went with Wizards of Waverly Place instead. So this no. never, this never went, but it was so good. Ali and AJ are, I mean, I haven't seen them in years, but when I was working with them, they were the kindest people ever. I was also obsessed with their music. That's mm-hmm. so nice. Um, and I was just like, you know, the 10 year old like smart Alec who like <laughs> followed them around or right. whatever. And I remember there was like a scene where I had to be like, listening to a conversation and like the camera was right on my face and I was like my chin was like on a, a bust or, or not about like something that would hold up a bust you mm-hmm. know like a, okay yeah a, a pedestal yeah like yeah. one of those things and I just had to be looking like side to side and like <laughs> okay the way that the director was like more, more! <laughs> I just <laughs> like it haunts me to this day because <laughs> I remember I was like how can I look more worse. to one side <laughs> and like add an eyebrow in and like like it drains your body. Yeah. Yes. And oh it's my. really hard. And people I think a lot of the time like shit on comedic acting and sitcoms and multicams and mm-hmm. I think it's the hardest stuff out there because it's so um technical. Yeah. yeah. And you can't I okay, I'm gonna get like whatever. Get Drama's hard. It. Okay. We get that. But a lot of the time if you're like not a very good actor You can just keep your face really still and say the words Mm -hmm. and like dramatic effect can come across Uh, well enough to, you know, pass for a random show. Mm -hmm. But like you can't really hide being a bad comedic actor no, because it's all timing. It's all physicality. The director and the editor can do a a lot in editing, but Mm -hmm. like as far as, you know, being in the room and auditioning. You have to to just be You have to get the laughs. That's the answer. Yeah. And it's all timing. So. I have always said
1: comedy is harder than drama. Like Mm -hmm. you have. Because drama, like you can lean into like very melodramatic music Mm -hmm. or like someone crying. Yeah. Or like, or, or really anything, but auditioning if you're not making people laugh if a show's not making somebody yeah. laugh like it's very black and white it's like this isn't working yeah as comedy
2: I think that people are always so shocked when we see these comedic actors do a more dramatic role like a Steve Carell or something and people oh, are yeah. like he can act and it's like yes. obviously yes <laughs> he's one of the funniest people on the planet like you think he doesn't have that in his you know repertoire or whatever yeah. like mm-hmm. i'm never shocked when a comedic actor is incredible at drama cuz i'm like yeah of there's course some, they are
0: there's some knowledge about like human connection to like actually just know how to naturally have the room laughing Definitely. i
1: always uh reference like glenn howerton on always sunny in mm-hmm. philadelphia who does he play? He plays Dennis. Uh, love <laughs> and he, like he's like classically trained. He's he went to so Juilliard. Good. Like Did he? he he can sing really well. Like he does like, like an amazing beautiful falsetto. Yes, and he's just so funny, but also like so grounded and scary as Dennis sometimes too. Yeah. Amber, you need to watch Always I, Sunny. I, I've only seen because, piece pieces.
2: Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> he's so
1: good. He's like one of my favorite comedic actors because yeah. he's also very very good at drama. You mm. know. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. So speaking of, like, your work as an actor mm-hmm. and also as a singer, like, how do you think being a fangirl is central to I- your identity? And how has it affected what you like to do, what you want to do with your life?
2: I feel like when everyone's a teenager, it's very cool to not like things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's very much like ew that's lame like right. blah 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 but i mean like now i'm thinking about it i was such a twilight fangirl like Ugh. the books like i went to the midnight releases at barnes and nobles dressed up as a vampire yes. oh my goodness like you know like i think when i was a teenager i kind of started to get out of that like wait i actually love things and yeah. i love loving things mm-hmm. yes. and i would so much rather love something and geek out about it and just like I don't know, it's just, it's there's so much more joy in your life when you do love something. Mm-hmm. And so like, I remember for a long time, pop music was not cool to like. Yeah, like, like, now, it's, yeah, like now it's now it's very cool, I would mm-hmm. say again. But like, I used to be so embarrassed that I loved Taylor Swift and I loved mm-hmm. pop music and I loved all of that, but it it brought me so much joy and it continues to bring me so much joy. And as far as it relates to my identity and my career, In, I would say the last like four years, I've become, and this like sounds cheesy and dumb, but like I've become my own really big fangirl because I, this business will take every opportunity to tell you that you're wrong Mm -hmm. and that you're not enough and you're not this enough and that enough. And, you know, you'll see everyone around you like skyrocketing and you'll just be like why am I still on the ground Mm -hmm. um and that's like a really lonely and sad way to live especially like I've been in my career for 20 years now which is a big milestone really to be like okay I've been doing this professionally for 20 years I'm clearly not gonna like be happy when it's just external validation when I book the job or when something airs so I had to figure out a way to like be happy every day in my life because Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy being Unhappy, Mm -hmm. and I've spent years being unhappy. So I think when I realized, like, okay, I want to be happy and I really want to like myself and how I look and how I what I have to offer, Mm -hmm. like being my biggest fan, other than my mom, my mom is my biggest fan, but you know, like it's been really, really instrumental to my growth as an actor. Like, I'm in acting class right now and I love being in acting class and I love like knowing that I know what I'm doing. Like, of mm-hmm. course I want direction and I want notes and I want to collaborate, but like at the end of the day, this is like a love Island thing, but like I back myself. Like, absolutely, I really do because like I've been working so hard mm-hmm. and I do have, you know, enough of a resume to prove that like, okay, I don't think I'm in the wrong field. right? You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, as long as I'm there being like, I know I did good work on this audition. I know I did good work on set today. That's all that I have control over. And it's so freeing. Oh, that good. was so beautiful.
0: Thanks. I agree with so much of what you were saying. And I think that so basically fangirling helped Fangirling over something else, like, helps you see how you you deserve to be yeah. lifted up the, the same way you were lifting anything else that you love up.
2: Absolutely. That's yeah. so... That was more eloquent. But, that's, <laughs> no, but, <that's>, but yes, <laughs> I meant that. That, is <laughs> that. But
0: that's so amazing. That's so beautiful because I feel like I have also started just doing that in life. How great does it feel? It's just like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm cute. Let's leave the house. Yeah. Things change from when you're a child to a teenager to a young adult. Yeah. And it's great that you can carry that with you and Mm -hmm. like you know it's like yes this is what i want to do this is what i'm passionate about yeah like i think fangirling gives you also passion like to feel to be able to have the space and allow yourself to feel passion and like mania about something (laughs) is it's like it's literally cathartic it's literally an act of catharsis and all the stuff that you listed like twilight um, mm-hmm. Pop music, Taylor Swift, even Love Island, like uh, now, uh, yeah. like
2: huge, absolutely huge all those
1: things that I listed. Gr- it's like what teenage girls like, and yeah. it's like the people shitting on stuff that teenage, and girls, teenage girls.
2: like. Teenage girls run the world. They Nothing, do
1: everything would flop without teenage girls. And
0: I love the th- that you were saying that it's like just taking away the external validation. You genuinely have the want to do it. Like yeah. this is the right thing for you. That's act like that's acti- actively how fangirls present because they're out here screaming whether everybody's yeah. like making fun of them or not they're yeah. like okay i'm still really happy about this yeah and i don't care how you're judging me because i'm happy about yeah.
2: it yeah and like also nothing's prettier than like seeing like just, just a group of happy people dancing mm-hmm. and you know screaming. like yeah oh my god my best memories have been in full yeah full fangirl mode mm-hmm. of just like dancing mm-hmm. to Like I, what comes to mind is I went to a Lord concert way before the pandemic. Oh my god! And my best friend at the time, like we were both there, and Perfect Places was playing, and we were just dancing, and I never felt such like full body euphoria. Absolutely, yes, that is how it. Did you? Okay, did you get tickets
1: to Taylor Swift?
2: Uh I did not.
1: Oh my god, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Did
2: you guys? Moment of silence. No, we we
0: are not in the Taylor Swift community, but we respect everyone. That's okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're
1: from Tennessee. We're from Memphis, Tennessee, and so you know. She's big there, yeah, of course. Well, and she's not even from there. She's not no, from she's there. She's from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania right? yeah. yeah. However, the Tennessee girlies love her. Yes, love to put has. on their sure. their cowgirl boots and go to the concert. Leave
0: school at and and lunchtime to make it to Nashville. For Amazing. for
1: for me, Taylor Swift was like our neighbor played our song mm-hmm. and was like listen to this and we yes. were like and I was like what who is this this is the best song I've ever heard yeah, in my she's life she's on to something here. she's on to something and so I love I've I've always loved her hits uh-huh. I love 1989 but mm-hmm. I I've never been a swifty
2: mm-hmm. it, you it's really daunting I feel like if you didn't start at the beginning it's very difficult to just jump in mm-hmm. without the backstory mm-hmm. and the trials and tribulations and the years and years of you know just a commitment yeah like I don't think I could start today and be like, let's see,
1: yeah. like, how's
2: her discography? You know, like. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, some, so that's fine. That's the
1: thing about music art- artists, I feel like, that is daunting is like, for me, watching 45 hours of Doctor Who is less daunting <laughs> than listening to an entire Absolutely. discography for some reason. Absolutely. Okay, Because it's like, music, it's so short, but it's so emotional. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's a song is so short, but it's like, visceral. Yeah. You know, what it's I mean? also yeah. Okay,
0: belting a song. Have y'all thought about this? It's kind of like meditating because it's breath work. Oh my god, <laughs>
2: <Like, laughs> the be, like diaphragm intact. Yes, <laughs> like my
0: thought is only on like keeping this list like lyric while I'm driving. Like I after after like a really good belting song comes off like goes off. I'm like. mm-hmm did
1: that, yeah. (laughs) Are you guys like musical theater girlies at all? Absolutely, I, I love my select musical theater. Like I, I I did musical theater since I was in second grade. Okay, love like Sweeney Todd, In the Heights, Into the Woods, always in the ensemble. Mama Mia, Chicago. I could go on. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. But but I all all my favorite like movies, TV show have music. In them, that's why I'm a Disney Channel girl, that's yes, why I'm like real. a glee girl. Yes, you're a like, glee girl. Okay, so I, I, missed,
2: was, I missed it. I missed oh, really? It. I was.
1: Damn, yeah. I just feel like when people sing their emotions, it's so much more emotional. It's yeah, it's it, it's relayed in a better way. But <laughs> what about you? I, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, you're a singer,
2: yeah. I mean, I love musical theater. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, my best belting songs in the car, meditating, driving, mm-hmm. they're like you know like maybe this time from cabaret that's right or like a song from smash and just like gripping the steering (laughs) wheel and like veins just popping out of your neck
0: absolutely so good don't rain on my parade oh yes please Mm -hmm. such a
2: release all of those
1: what is your dream role
2: sally bowls in cabaret i would love to like just step into that for six months Mm -hmm. no longer i don't want to do Broadway mm-hmm. like that. I don't want, I want a life hiring. Um, I also feel like Sally Bowles is like attainable. Like you can still live and do that role as opposed to like, if you're Alphaba, mm. you can't, you can't, you can't talk to anyone else. Like you just have no. to save it all. Honestly, like Emma Stone has done it. Mm. She's done everything. Yeah. That I would love to Emma do. Stone? She was, I saw her as Sally Bowles wow. on Broadway. So, you know, and like her role in easy A, which I played the young person yeah. <laughs> in that. Um, that's like a dream acting role for me, I would say, mm-hmm. because it's comedic and it's heartfelt and there's a musical number in it. Like, are yes. you kidding? Oh, like, yes! And you're that working with like Badgley. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, that must've been fun. Yeah. That, <laughs> uh, you know, I can't imagine that that was too much of a hard job for her. No. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that so good. Like, that sounds exactly. just like it. <laughs> that's easier.
1: What was your experience with the That So Raven fandom? Like,
2: it was, it was big. Like yeah. when it came out, I remember like, I would go to like Costco with my mom and like, there would be a line of kids like following us throughout the aisle. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Like It was really, it was really crazy, especially when it first came out. Um, and I will say that, like to this day, I still get recognized from That's So Raven. Yeah. Um, when I was at USC, mm-hmm. I, you know, Blaze Pizza. Yeah. Someone who worked there gave me a free pizza because oh she that's was right. like, <laughs> "You were Sierra." Yes. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> yeah. You're everybody's was,
0: neighbor. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then there was a, another big. So so yeah. At the time, it was very cool, but there wasn't like social media. Right. It really yeah. wasn't. Well, we were babies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like no one no one had that. It would just be like people would ask for pictures a lot in person and then Mm -hmm. sometimes I'd be like out eating with my family and like a flash would go off and I'd be like oh you know (laughs) just like ask (laughs) this isn't gonna be a cute photo (laughs) um but yeah there were like you know websites and message boards where people would talk to me and stuff and that was cool um but then there was a re-emergence of like the nostalgia and everything with tiktok like over the pandemic so I joined tiktok in like 2020 and that was really affirming in a lot of ways. Cause I always, it was weird when I was younger or like middle-aged, I guess, mm-hmm. I was very embarrassed about my like Disney channel work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why, but I think it was some sort of like, I don't, I don't know what it was. I clearly need to think about that in therapy, but I was like, ah, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Like it's embarrassing, yeah. like, you know? And I also was like bullied a lot in school for acting. I was not mm-hmm. like, you know, people, so people did enough. not think it was cool at my school, just yeah. like random yeah. people you know um and so it was something that i tried to hide and like the idea of being like a child actor was like demeaning to me i was like no i'm just an actor you know it doesn't matter i did it as a kid um but then i like kind of leaned into the tiktok thing at least for a second and the response like was really really it felt very good i mean there were also people who not nice, but yeah. I'm so used to that at this point that like mean comments. I mean, they still hurt, but I don't really care. And yeah. so it was cool to to see that people still, you know, 15 years later remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. they like, yeah, I yeah. remember.
1: I'm, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's again playing into like this shame element of fangirling. Yeah, I feel like people were like, who even if they did like. That's so Raven or like Disney Channel when we were in middle school to like high school to college like it was still kind of like we don't talk about Disney Channel though like don't talk about like High School Musical don't talk about being obsessed with all that stuff that's for kids and mm. like
2: I used to judge other people who had been on Disney who like posted about it a lot I was mm. like mm, why are they bringing that up <laughs> like, you know and now it's like oh no they were actually being smart and like building a fan base and like helping their career whereas yeah. I was like I will not post anything about that
0: <laughs> yeah I mean well it's also when you get older like you were saying you you had such a cool life like when you were 17 you went to the yeah it's crazy to that the
1: One Direction premiere which is insane I actually think I might have seen that interview now that I'm i have to it. have because i've seen every interview on ever YouTube. i must have been right. like because <laughs> <laughs> if like. i saw it i must have been like that's sierra from that <laughs> <laughs> right. right that's what i'm thinking Weird. <laughs>
0: how did you get in that stomach, stomach? <laughs> it was just a bounce house cool yeah cool. cool nice but i wonder how hypothetically
2: in the show Sierra actually i got know because she's like then she gets out then and gets Raven's out, like, and "How'd I'm you get out?" And she's like, "Well, I don't remember, but it wasn't easy." <laughs> oh my god, like, such funny. Oh my night. god, yeah.
1: Honestly, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything you want to say? Last comments.
2: Um. Yeah. No. I'm just happy <laughs> to have been here, and honestly, like, it's really nice to just uh like congregate over liking things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just it. It fills me with endorphins yeah because i could talk about yeah i could talk about this stuff all day it's so lovely to be obsessed with with things and we've we've grown up in a really lovely time like we Mm -hmm. have been given so many cultural moments that's right experience we
1: we saw it as it happened it's been special um do you have anything you want to plug
2: i don't know when this is coming out but i'm on ncis right now i have a couple episodes airing may 15th and the 22nd so if this comes out after then they're streaming on paramount plus so check it out yes
1: check out Juliet on ncis follow us at fangirl.central on instagram
2: yes um Um, what's 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 the tiktok handle everything is just my name at Juliet Golia. At Juliet
1: Golia on yeah. all socials. On all socials. And remember, if you like this episode, if you like this show, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this yes. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything. Um, we also are doing our musical review, Disney Vortex, coming up uh, May 25th and in June. So check that out online. and
0: And keep it chaotic.
1: Keep it chaotic.